Hey everyone, welcome to the Mobile User Acquisition Show. In the Mobile User Acquisition Show, we feature interviews with the smartest folks in mobile and growth who share invaluable, actionable, tactical insights on every aspect of mobile growth and marketing, not to mention some adjacent areas just as well. The Mobile User Acquisition Show is presented by me, Shamant Rao, CEO of the mobile growth marketing firm Rocketship HQ and produced by Karishma Sundaram, our superstar content marketing manager at Rocketship HQ. Each episode includes strategies, tips, and pointers from the leading edge of mobile growth marketing that you can use to unlock tremendous growth for your app in a sustainable and capital-efficient manner. We are more than two months into ATT. More of the dust has settled. We certainly have learned a lot more than we knew even a few weeks ago. A lot of advertisers are seeing a number of challenges with their performance right now on iOS, that is, as the actual impact of traffic without user-level data is becoming increasingly visible. Yet, there are some strategies and opportunities available to mitigate some of the damage. So based on our review of over 15 accounts across different verticals, across different budget levels, we see some elements that are common to accounts that are relatively happy with where they are now. Uh, and we have been recommending a number of these strategies to folks that are looking to ameliorate some of their recent performance issues. By the way, these are also some of the key recommendations that we give in free of office hours. We've given a number of these in our recent sessions, which you can read about at rocketchiphq.com slash office hours. There's also a link in the show notes. Uh, we've also gone into this in much, much more detail and depth in our, in our workshop, Mobile Growth Lab, mobilegrowthlab.com. Those recorded sessions we are making publicly available now. So without further ado, here you go on our top recommendations for advertisers that are looking to combat their recent performance deterioration on iOS. Number one, use blended metrics as the source of truth. Measurement is unfortunately broken across channels and uh, we are using blended CPAs as the primary North Star because that's the closest you're gonna get to what's true for your business. We use channel-wise CPI and CPA whenever they're available as directional measures of performance but really the blended CPA is the source of truth. For a number of advertisers, we see the performance decline is far, far less alarming than what it would look like if all they looked at was platform reported metrics. In fact, there are a couple of advertisers whose blended metrics have been stable and steady pre and post ATT, not saying that's necessarily common or not saying that's what you can always expect, but really, really look at the blended metrics as your source of truth. Number two, optimize for installs or upstream events on Facebook. So one reason campaign level CPAs have looked very wonky has been that whatever events are sent to Facebook are obfuscated by Apple's privacy thresholds for the most part. Additionally, if the 
event stream is far weaker. The optimization done by the platforms is also weaker. So if you aren't sending enough purchases to Facebook and if Facebook also has weaker signals on people making purchases elsewhere because of ATT, Facebook is gonna have a harder time finding new purchases. So we are seeing that install optimized campaigns, especially on Facebook, have a much stronger performance. This is based on pre-post tests and also based on their impact on blended metrics. Whenever possible, other upstream events like registrations or tutorials complete have been working well too. In fact, much, much more so than optimizing for purchases, especially when there are so few purchases available to optimize for. Number three, consolidate AEO campaigns and skip VO altogether. So because of uh, the factors I just outlined, event feedback loop has deteriorated massively. AEO, VO campaigns are definitely hit, much, much more so for apps that have low purchase volumes, right? Or low, very high CPA, so very low purchase percentages. And Facebook's recent percent guidance has been to set up campaigns so that you get at least 128 installs a day. And obviously that means if you, your budgets are small, lean on install optimization as we've indicated before. But if you have sizable budgets, and if you're running multiple AEO campaigns, really uh, we recommend consolidating them so that you can hit or at least approach the 128 installs a day threshold. VO campaigns haven't been working and that's just because of the way the event streams are set up. Even if you have a basic revenue-based schema, there just aren't gonna be enough events for the algorithm to optimize. So we're just not recommending that you run value-optimized campaigns at all. Number four, lean into other sands. Now we're seeing Snap, Apple Search, and TikTok have had far lesser volatility lately. We're seeing CBIs and SCAD network reported CPAs, the Snap and TikTok that are a lot more stable, a lot less competitive. Uh, and obviously this effect is stronger for non-gaming apps we do see this performance for games just as well, right? Number five, web flows. We're seeing very strong performance. Again, very strong is relative, but we're seeing strong performance on apps that have been running and testing web flows lately. And uh, if you're curious about what that could look like, there are a couple of flows that, you know, we see work well. And in the, you know, obviously these have different, different degrees of complexity in terms of the setup. But here's the, here's the number of flows that we see work. Number one is add leading to landing page that has a smart link and user clicks on a smart link goes to the app store. Right? And in this case, you're optimizing for leads or the number of clicks on the smart link. Number two, add goes to a landing page that has a phone number collection box and say, hey, enter your phone number, we'll send you a link. And users get a text message on sign up with a smart link to download. Users optimize, and again, the campaigns are optimizing for leads or filling out of the form with text message. Number three, article or content page with the smart link that leads to an app store. Again, this is optimizing for leads or clicks on a smart link, right? Again, another flow is 
an ad that leads to a web onboarding flow where a user is onboarded on the web and maybe even put in the payer information, purchasing information on the web, and eventually are directed to the app. Obviously, this takes a lot more resourcing to be to set up and optimize. And in this case, obviously, you're optimizing for a web purchase event. Right. And in summary, of course, the web flows definitely we see work working increasingly well compared to before. Number six, overall, what's working is ad networks or DSPs that are outside of SAM. And this is something we recommend only at larger budgets. For some folks we work with that have large budgets, and by large budgets, I mean six figures a month, and they have diversified outside of SANS. We are seeing strong performance on ad networks and DSPs. I do not recommend this at small budgets. This takes budgets and time to optimize and get right. It also takes a fair amount of manual optimization to get perform, uh, to see performance on. Uh, and I've talked about this in more detail on, I think, one of the recent episodes of this podcast. You can really check that out. It's called uh, Why You Shouldn't Diversify Your User Acquisition Mix Early. So if you are at high five figures at the very least, and definitely in six figures a month in spend, I would recommend testing ad networks or DSPs outside of SANS. Again, they've traditionally performed much, much better for games, but we are seeing them do quite well for subscription apps and lifestyle apps as well. Again, I would underscore that when I say acquisition is working, that is a relative term, just because a lot is broken. Let's not sugarcoat that. A lot of granular metrics are not there, but for a number of advertisers that we've worked with, there's some optimism on account of all of the above strategies that I've talked about. And uh, certainly a lot of the savvy advertisers we know are using some of the about to ameliorate their immediate risk. So if you're running campaigns on iOS, I hope at least some of these are applicable to you and helpful to you. Thank you for listening to the Mobile User Acquisition Show. If any of this was helpful or instructive, I would love for you to leave us a review or rating on iTunes, Stitcher, Overcast, or wherever you get your podcast fix. This podcast takes a ton of time, effort, and love to produce, and I deeply value every review and every piece of feedback that you share. Thank you for listening, and I will look forward to sharing our next episode soon.